This is Alan Arnold, and we have Craig McConnell in the studio. And Craig and I just wanted to talk to you today about being fathered by God and the transition in life for all of us, men or women, from orphan to sons and daughters of God. So what do you think, Craig? Go for it, buddy. I think having microphones on and having this conversation is really good. Yeah. Well, in the last two years, personally, God has just transformed my understanding of him as father. He really showed me how much I had lived my early Christian life as an orphan. So believed in God, loved God as much as I knew how, and yet from a practical standpoint, lived as an orphan as if it were all up to me in decisions, whether that was making money for my family, finding a job, um, coming through in different ways for different people. You know, you've heard that saying, well, God's given you the brain and he's given you the strength and a healthy body. So, you know, from there, it's up to you. You need to come through from there because he's given you this ability, but now kind of the pressure's on if you're going to go from there and make anything happen. It's up to you. So that defined a lot of my early life. Sure, I believe in God, but man, I better make it happen. Mm-hmm. And in the last few years, that transition to, no, actually, I can live like a son with a good father who does see me through and who I get to do this with, this journey of life. It's the two of us, and I get to lean into God. I don't have to have all the answers. I get to watch him come through and him father me. And that's been phenomenal, Craig. How did that happen? From an orphan who didn't know God in a fatherly, fathering way right? to now knowing him as father. Give us a little something on – that's a big change. It was a, it was a huge change. And honestly, it took me getting to the end of my rope. It was simply I realized the way I was trying to do it was exhausting and it wasn't working. And there had to be – if it was only up to me and my strength, I realized I'm in trouble because you can't control the day enough. You can't stay up long enough. You can't juggle so much to continually make it happen. If it's really up to me and I just hope God blesses what I'm doing or I hope that somehow it works out, that's not enough. And so there wasn't a catastrophic crash in my life. It was simply a realization day by day of, I know this is not going to work. This is no way to live. So that's how it started. Mm -hmm. And that was big. At this point, I was trucking along pretty good, I thought, in this new realm of learning how to be a son and living in that. I had a good friend in a loving way challenge me. You're actually, when it comes to other people, a fellowship around you, those who could support you in your calling and in your dreams and in your desires, what God's gifted you with. And those realms, while you're walking with God well, you don't really have a fellowship of others that you've invited into that journey. So in that sense, you're still living as an orphan mm-hmm. in that whole part of your life. In that way, you think once you and God have come up with what's the next step, do I go left, right, mm-hmm. stop, run? 
then from there on, it's kind of you doing it. And you've got all these people around you who would love to be part of that journey, love to step into those dreams, love to listen for you, pray with you, cheer you on. But you're not really inviting anybody into that. You're doing it on a human level as an orphan. Mm-hmm. I was stunned because immediately I knew the person was right. We weren't designed really on any level to be orphans. Right. To live alone without a companionship, a father, others. that We were created for a relationship. Well, and you think about the kingdom and here on earth, absolutely what you're saying. And you think of okay, well, what will it look like in eternity and what will it look like in the coming kingdom? Mm -hmm. And it won't just be you and God running through a field. (laughs) Like, I hope there's some of that. And I hope, you know, I want to see him face to face and I want to savor his presence, but it's relational in the kingdom. And so I don't think he wants us to go through this life without learning what that looks like so that we can even go deeper into it in the kingdom. And you can walk as a son of God and still, unfortunately, be a lone ranger. And uh, I think that's what I'm discovering now is how not to be the lone ranger, even if God and I are in intimate contact and conversation and fellowship. How do I now bring that into having others who I've permitted and invited and enjoy speaking into, mm-hmm. into who I am? And when you think about, okay, I'm going to now relate and live in this world not as an orphan, but as a son who has a father, and I'm going to begin to move towards others and include others in my life. Yeah. What are the hesitations or the obstacles? What is it about that that most frightens, concerns, paralyzes you? At the heart of it for me, it's... I don't really want to bother other people. It's not that I don't think they would have anything to add. It's simply I was so used to living a life where anything somebody did for you, you paid for. Mm -hmm. You need help moving? Well, you hire movers. You need a fence in your backyard? Well, you hire the fence company. To think that there are people who not only would help but would desire to come alongside and give their time, their weekend their brain power, their prayers, to just listen. To me, that felt almost presumptuous, mm-hmm. and it felt like I know those people are friends, but I don't want to ask them to actually have to invest much. And so that, for me, that's what it really was, was almost this disbelief that people would really want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think what maybe listeners are hearing and what I'm sensing is, I really thought I was further on the journey of leaving behind any vestige of being an orphan. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing there's this whole area that, yeah, is like fresh and raw. And it's exciting Mm -hmm. because now I'm actually inviting several close friends and acquaintances into a project that I'm about to start. Mm -hmm. It's a passion of mine. God's shown me six or seven people and the responses so far from those people as I engage them isn't, ah, well, okay. When are we going to do this? Right. How long is this going to take? <laughs> that It's like 
they're excited and they're like, this is, this is incredible. And when we all get together, we're going to meet these other people who we've heard you talk about, but we don't know. So it's a chance for them to connect with others. It's a chance for them to see God at work in a friend's life. And it's a blessing, honestly, for all of us that out of my woundedness, I would have withheld from them and myself. Right. Right. So, Alan, what do you say to those who are listening that as they've listened to this podcast, they realize, you know, I'm an orphan. I'm an orphan. I'm with God on this world with others. Well, first I would say the the main feeling, I think, of an orphan is I'm all alone. And I would want to say to you, you're not alone. You're not alone in terms of feeling that way. I think most people deep down, even on the surface, if it's hard to see, I think deep down on a heart level, they pretty much are going through life feeling isolated, alone, overwhelmed, disheartened, and living as an orphan on some level. So I would say you're not alone. There's no shame in it. But there is this abundant life that's available and a way out of that. And the way out is, I think, first to find yourself again in your identity as a son or daughter of God. But then I would say second is, once that's happened, don't stop there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had missed. I had gotten to that phase but in terms of fellowship with a community of others, and I'm not talking about small group here. I'm not talking about even a band of brothers necessarily, mm -hmm. but I'm talking about a group of people who will come alongside your dreams and your calling, your gifts, your talent, and will say, yeah, I want to cheer that on. I want to breathe life into that. It may be people who live in different states they may not be somebody you can even see once a year, but it may be through phone calls. It may be through emails. And it may be some people who live really close to you. But it's a group of people that can share your passion, come alongside you, and who can help walk through those issues with you that you normally would feel, man, it's up to me. If that dream's going to happen, I got a lot to do. When you start feeling that, go, wait a minute, God, who have you surrounded me with? I mean... In Scripture, there's so many examples of God putting people in people's lives, not necessarily as a best friend, but to help them on their mission, to help them in their call. Mm -hmm. Just the last thing on that, Craig, is when I started first wanting others to be with me, my first impulse was, but there really isn't anybody mm -hmm. who gets what I'm trying to do, who sees life in the same way. And within about 15 minutes... God just said, write some names down. And I started writing these names as he would bring them to mind. And I was like, I have a wealth of friends who would do this, who see things this way, who would be very excited to come alongside. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I think God will reveal what may be hidden right now to the people, to the listeners in terms of, well, who would that be? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One thing I would add to that that I've seen kind of in your life is when you began this journey, Alan, it seemed to me that one of the big components was just whether you were praying it or whether it was just the posture of your heart was, Lord, make yourself known as Father to me. You yes. Know? Show yourself as Father. Yeah. Show yourself as Father. This day, in this event, in this time, 
I want to be your son. Show me. And something about that's been, I think, a focus of your pursuit for a while now is just asking God to make himself now. That's big. That's really big. Good words. Good words. Okay. Well, if you've heard this and that's stirring something in you, the encouragement from Craig and from me is don't just move on. After the podcast ends in the next minute, spend time with God. Invite him into your life as a good father. If you're living with him as that posture right now, ask God who else can come alongside you in a community, a fellowship, a small fellowship of people who you can pour into and who can pour into you to actually do what you've been called to do together. Not in isolation, not alone. It's not all up to you. In fact, it's not even meant to ever be all up to you. And so find those people to come alongside you and that you can go alongside in the journey. This is Alan and Craig for Ransomed Heart. We'll see you next week.